Hi, this is Alex Hicken with the Very Hicken Bros podcast. We're starting a new season um, because we kind of have a new vision. And also we're implementing a new technology. Uh, we're going to be live streaming every week on uh, Green Room. And uh, we're planning to pair up this audio with the video. So that's the new technology that Nick has some experience with. Uh, yeah, and the Very Hicken Bros will be monthly. I'm going to be editing and putting together a highlights episode once a month for that. Because the editing on Saturdays it was put a strain, <laughs> put a strain on my family. Nice to be back. Yeah. So, how much experience have you had with the like OBS or whatever you're thinking about, Nick? Sorry, experience with what? The video things that. Trevor was suggesting that you do. Uh, well, I, the video that I've done is limited to some like some screen recordings where I talk over a screen being recorded on a computer or on a Mac, and also I've done a few like speaking to the camera style videos. That's that's what I've done. I, I haven't come up with a great way to record an entire video chat. I suppose you could use a standard screen recording for that, and then you have to sync up the audio to it somehow, or maybe you use. There's a, a utility called Audio Hijack that I know tons of podcasters and stuff have used on the Mac. That's supposed to be great. I, I've never needed it, so I haven't bought it. But there's various tools you can use to do that. But I, I'm not, you know, this is not something I've done a lot of. The only thing I've done is just, you know, a single voice, me and my screen content. So I, if I needed to, I could figure it out. But I'm not super experienced with recording video calls. Yeah, we were just going to record the video and hopefully we could have we could have the presentation opportunity. So, so you can see our beautiful faces. Sorry, what? <laughs> Are you making ramen right now? I wish. <laughs> yeah, and and uh So this that's the update for the podcast. Um, how are you, Trevor? Good. You want to start with you? I finally got that training leader up, upgrade level up. So what does that well, mean? That's fucking awesome. Congratulations to Trevor. Yeah, okay. I, I put my button to it, so now I'm getting paid more and actually... <laughs> Uh, can do what I'm asked to do. When I'm asked to do it, I can actually put my name to it. When before, when I was asked to do it, they just put someone else's name, and it didn't. Yeah, it wasn't under me. So, yeah. Basically, I'm just getting paid for everything I was doing before, but I'm getting paid more now because I was already doing everything. So, yeah. Nice. You got a fancy new chef code that's. Blue, so 
Awesome. I'm proud of you for that. That's awesome that you, you know, kind of have risen above the, the mere junior status and have become. <laughs> yeah. That's good to hear. Well, uh, I have a quick, uh, we have a few quick topics. I'll go over my quick one. Uh, Wisdom is ending their beta. They were going to set, they said that they're going to make it public on like September 30th, I think, but the official uh, release to the public is on the 12th. So everybody could download and do their audio rooms and uh, listen to everything that's all public now, or it will be on next Tuesday. And yeah, I, I think the app works pretty well. Nothing really new. One thing that's kind of nice is that an update is that I'm able to download my audios. It comes as an MP4, so I think it's like a little video or something. But yeah, I was thinking about maybe I could publish it someplace or something. Not like just MP4. Put it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could put that on uh, IGTV or something. Book Instagram. How about that? Or you could just put on YouTube Shorts. Either way, you don't need to make like... Or, or just a normal YouTube video. Well, no one cares about normal YouTube videos. I... Uh, you and I watch normal YouTube <laughs> oh, Yeah, if you're a big name person <laughs> with a billion followers, yeah, everyone cares about you. No, nobody cares about me. Yeah, but my talks are like about six minutes long each. Oh. That'd be good for shorts. I could take out little snippets and put it in. I was thinking about kind of doing that for TikTok with reels or something like that. But yeah, that's my quick little thing. Yeah, I got um, the Android 12 beta on my OnePlus device um, yesterday or this morning. And it's pretty good. Everything works fine. Except for one, what was it, yesterday? I think it was yesterday. At one point, like, the lock screen, like, was, like, glitching out. So I had to, like, force to start it. But um, <laughs> everything else works and looks great. I like the new, uh, what is it called? Uh, Material U. Uh, design language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Android 12 um, source is now in AOSS, AOSP, so all the developers can start using and working on it for their skins or UIs, whatever you call it. Um, and then the Pixel 6 series is being... Uh, announced on October 16th, uh, 17th. So I'm excited for that. I can finally pay Google for a phone. Is that is that like next Thursday or Friday or something? <laughs> About 19th. Oh, wait. Today's the 7th? 6th. So in a week and <laughs> six days? Yeah, I know that Tuesday, next Tuesday is the 12th. You said the 19th, That's that should be the week afterwards on Tuesday. 
feel so long away. But uh, I did. We've had this phone for a whole like six or seven months, so it's pretty much trash. You better get a new one. I know. I mean, you already got your new one, so I mean. Yeah, no, I'm riding high on my iPhone 13, but <laughs> tomorrow's the pre-order for the Apple Watch 7, so I'm like... Oh, so, you gotta wake up at, like, 5.30. I know. I mean, partially, fuck that, but partially, like, hey, I'm on a Series 4, I can't fucking go on. For, I can't go on like this. I have to have a Series 7, so... <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if I wake up, and we'll see if you get a message on on Instagram in our group chat early this morning of me complaining I got up to spend so much money I didn't even have. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for that. I saw that there's some leaks of like um, camera, like photo uh, pre-render software um, sample. So people are impressed by it, and it's just going to be better. So it seems like Google is doing it again, having great camera software on the little two or three setup now they have. I'm excited to I don't take many photos, but when I do, I know it's good. So fair enough, honestly. I mean those the honestly the Pixel phones, as somebody who doesn't really use Android, the only thing that I really know is that they, they are some of the best or they when they come out they are some of the best camera phones that you can buy. So it'll be cool for you if you get that because you'll have one of the best cameras that can be in a phone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see, like, a fully stabilized, I guess, Android 12 in Google's own uh, own OS, I guess, because Google, when they do it, it's not stock anymore. They used to do it, it's, like, as close to stock as possible. Now, when they release a new Pixel, they have their own customized, like, Google version of software now. Um, so when you go to um, Android 12 from ASOS, AOSP, it's not as full, like fully animated and up up to design language with Google. Yeah, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that. Well, that'd be cool. I mean, I know you've been waiting for this for a very long time. I'm always like, oh, well, like before the iPhone even like was announced, you're like, oh, I'm going to get the new Pixel. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then that whole thing (laughs) went and you're still waiting for that new phone. So, I mean, good on you for being able to buy a new phone finally. I mean, I've been working so I can get one. So, yeah, he probably mentioned it on like every podcast for the past. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to, I'm shooting a wedding tomorrow. Well, that means I get to buy a new Apple Watch. Like, yeah, <laughs> we work, we play, that's how it goes. I've been working 50 hours last week. I guess I can buy a new Pixel 6. Dude, yeah. that's kind of, it's fucking insane. Like, you work so much. <laughs> if anything, you deserve to have nice things. It's, like, too much to do. Yeah, I need to get more sushi. That's what I need to get. Yeah, actually, I 100% agree. More sushi, that's usually the answer. Yeah, and I want seaweed salad next time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting. Hell yeah, that's what I usually get. Well, any other commentary for this segment? Well, I have, I have like a one really little thing, kind of. Uh, there's a there's a metal band called Ghost, and they just released a new song. 
and it's really good, so everybody should listen to it. Um, that's pretty much it. So if you just go to Ghost on YouTube or something, you can listen to their new song, Hunter's Moon. Um, delicious song. Very good. We'll listen again. So that's the end of my segment. 10 out of 10. Is this is the singer a girl? No, the uh, singer <laughs> seems to identify as a man. So it's uh, Papa Emeritus the Fourth, and he is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a very uh, not a, not a traditionally metal voice, really. Like, I mean, it's kind of a, if you just listen to the voice, it's very. I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's not a rough voice or a raspy voice. It's really kind of a clean, kind of high, high, mid-high voice, but it's uh, it's just really fun rock music, rock metal music, and it puts you in a good mood. So it's great music for October. So uh, <laughs> go nice. uh, go to YouTube or wherever you listen to music and listen to Hunter's Moon by Ghost for uh, three or four minutes of really fun rock music. Yeah, I'll put the link in the description of the podcast. Well, uh, uh, Nick has photography and Kyler has uh, his music com- uh, production hobby. And I recently started uh, drawing again. I, yeah, I got a drawing tablet. So I will be kind of like Kyler and Nick where we have other things to focus on. <laughs> but I have one topic um, that uh, I saw a couple weeks ago and DC announced that they're going to give free NFTs to anybody that signed up for their uh, fandom event. And I signed up for it and it was kind of disappointing because you know, like you signed up and there's like no you don't really get any feedback or anything. The website doesn't really say much about what's going to happen. And like half a day later I got an email saying like oh you registered and you get an NFT we'll send you instructions soon. So it seems like anybody that signs up can still um, get the NFT until um, the event starts, which is on the 16th of October. So my question. Yeah. So are these like real NFTs? Are they just like gifts that they send only to you as a link? to open and then you have to like download it and then put it into your crypto crypt, uh, like crypt, crypto wallet or how I don't even understand how this works well uh, I was trying to look into it I saw that uh, they are collaborating with this uh, NFT platform called Palm and I signed into that account or that platform with my address and I didn't really see any NFTs over there so I don't really understand like do they have a market or what (laughs) but it seems like that's where they're going to give you the NFT it's on the second layer of Ethereum so if you want to put it on your main net 
uh, Ethereum address, it'll cost a lot of money. Wow. But, um, uh, the it's basically a side chain that's connected to Ethereum, so they could have their own prices for um, transactions, and they. Um, are connected with Ethereum for security, so it's it's a lot more affordable to do transactions. I was looking into that platform, and it seems like they're still in beta. They're not out of the test net yet, and uh... it was pretty funny. Recently, uh, one of my coworkers was talking to me, and they know that I kind of follow technology news and things in general and they were asking me about nfts and they didn't really they, they were coming from a point of not really knowing anything about them and i don't know very much but i probably knew more than that person and they were asking me like what is the deal especially in regards to images and photography and like artwork you know and I, so i tried to kind of give a basic explanation of what i pretty much what i know and they kept not really understanding it. They said, well, I don't understand. Where's where's the value in that? You know, you have a copy of this or whatever. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, the value is in the value that you ascribe to it by buying it. You know, by, by buying it for whatever money, you are giving it value. And you are, you're saying that this, this digital proof that you own a copy is worth this much. And they, they, and I would, and then they said, well, I still don't understand. It's just a digital thing and you can copy any, any digital thing as many times as you want. And then I used a perhaps not ideal analogy, but an analogy. I said, well, you know, if you look at a $20 bill, that what, how much is that paper worth? Really? The paper is not really worth much. It's printed on. But as soon as you say it's an actual $20 bill, it's now worth $20. So, and they're like, okay, I get that, I guess you know, that the value of something can sometimes be just the value that you give it. But it is funny to hear the, the more novice approach to NFTs and all this sort of crypto stuff. It's, you know, I, I get caught up in how much, I, this is a common theme for me and the, what we talk about, because I, I tend to think that you, you and I, Trevor and everybody, we are interested in technology in a way that we are reading news articles about technology. We are reading, uh, stories about all these different things nfts and cryptocurrency but for the average person who really doesn't is not plugged into this world they probably have no idea about any of it so it made us hear it and they think wow people are spending this much money to get a virtual copy of something that i could just go online and steal anyway you know let's say i sell an nft copy of my artwork my photograph and you find that on google you could just have say oh yeah i have the same photo but yeah that's not the same thing you don't have that specific edition but to, to the average person, it, it reminds me when I talk to them, it's like, oh, they don't, they don't really care. You know, it's like the person I was talking just said, mm -hmm. well, I could just find it and like make a copy of the file. And then what does it matter? And I'm like, well, then, you know, whatever, I guess, you know, ha own, owning an edition of something doesn't matter to you. Um, but it, it is one of the difficulties of convincing yeah, other people to that. These things have value. It's, these things only have value really if you value them. Um, it's not like you have an original painting where that one artifact will get sold for yeah. $50,000 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like when you're, when it's a digital thing, it can be losslessly reproduced unlimited times. So 
Uh, it was I an mean, interesting conversation to me because I'm not used to, I, you know, when I'm talking to somebody who's a lay person, it's just like, okay, you're right. When I, when, when I say it like this, it does sound a little crazy. I would. Yeah, it's kind of like a baseball cards. It's like you have all these print baseball cards printed and you can have a copy of the picture on the screen. But if somebody has the actual copy of the baseball card, it means something to them. <laughs> Well, you can compare it to anything. You can compare it to a print of someone's photography or their drawing. Like, you can go to someone and get the original drawing. Yeah. That's going to be worth something more because it's only one other copy. But if you get a print, it's like, okay, this is mass product, like mass produced, right? Or you can compare it to like Pokemon cards. Like, yeah, there's yeah. a billion Charizards, but the first edition Charizard, Charizard's the one that's like worth what it is right now um yeah and even then you know when you're talking about photography or artwork i could own a a digital photograph and i could make a print of it and i could say that this is one print out of 15 yeah there there are only 15 prints plus maybe one more print for myself that exist at all and then that is what exists so there's kind of an in-between there right of a a digital artwork maybe a photograph or a drawing or paint digital painting or digital whatever it is and you can say, this is a digital work, but I'm, I'm creating one NFT or 10 or 15 or 100 or whatever you're doing of this, and you're going to own one of the editions. And that's kind of what artists have done before with, with prints. You know, you might be an artist, you make one original and uh, one and 50 prints, and then people can own one of 50, they can own 26 of 50 or whatever their edition is. But after it's sold out, it's sold, and that's all that will ever be made. So. It is interesting. I don't know. I I, was, I kind of interact with some artists pretty regularly at work because I do work with them. And uh, it's interesting to think about the people trying to equate the world of physical artworks with the world of digital artworks. In some ways, it, it makes sense that there are equivalents and other, other aspects. It's just, it's pretty different. Yeah, so what DC did is that they have... Uh... Their executive or like chief creative officer, his name is Jim Lee. He is uh, like, he's a big name in the comic industry. I'm not, I can't do any justice to uh, talking about DC comics or anything. <laughs> but uh, he chose uh, three comic book covers for all your favorite uh, DC characters. And I expect they'll be randomly issued. And there's a common uh, comic book cover that you'll be issued or a rare version, a different uh, comic book cover, or uh, there's a legendary one. So there is some scarcity in kind of economics, kind of. (laughs) They're trying to make some value out of it. And if sounds like, like, yeah, I was saying it sounds like the loot box mechanic and RNG to me. Yeah, so there's going to be like three comic book covers that you could get for like Superman, and one is yeah. There's that's basically it, and there's a lot of characters like. Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Batman and stuff. 
So I should be getting two, hopefully, <laughs> because I registered and I shared it on Twitter. It'll be my first official, uh, actually, yeah, I was thinking about making NFTs because the website that I bought is actually an NFT and I got the, you know, the dragon and bolt and the money mouth. I was thinking of pairing that up with my, I got the dragon bolt crypto dot crypto domain. So I was thinking that this can be like a, a very secure NFT. If I make this website and have an image and then I could transfer that website to somebody else. Um, yeah. If, uh, if they own the website and they have complete control of the website, then it's, uh, they have that domain and they could upload that picture or <laughs> keep the picture on there or whatever they need to maintain their NFT. Are you guys there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I did a lot of exploring of uh, Ethereum today more than usual because I actually went into palm.io's and I was able to... Uh, because they wanted me to deposit some cryptocurrency into their side chain and I didn't really know if that's necessary yet. And I was looking into other options. This is my first like real dive into web three but uh you have anything else you want to talk about i'm um good for tonight i think we can record something else later this week in addition it's just i need to work tomorrow so i should be uh fresh for that yeah Okay, well, it seems like uh, this is the end. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got a little bit of a short episode today. Um, we had a few technical, technical, technical problems um, in the beginning. Which, in the, technical problems. Yeah, yeah. The radar starting the podcast. So uh, normally we, we would have started earlier and had more topics, but we're going to cut it short a little bit today. And then next time we will we will hopefully be back with more full featured podcasts. But at least you heard a little bit from us today. Um, and next time, hopefully, all all three or four of us will be back with more to talk about. It's true. Yeah, I think we should have Kyler start the next stream so he could make him be sure to be on it. <laughs> but yeah, oh, hey, he was yeah. here. Well, yeah, thank you for trying to get uh, the podcast going again and being here. I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Always, thank you. Yeah, talk to you later. Bye.